Welcome to Dad Pod, a pod about nothing. What's going on, everyone? I want to welcome you in to a, another special edition of Dad Pod, the pod about nothing. And uh, before we get into the show, I just want to say uh, I hope that you are enjoying fall. That's right. Uh, as we record this, it is, you know, September 23rd at the moment. And it's uh, it's early fall. I mean, uh, really consider, I guess we're supposed to consider the day after Labor Day to be fall. But really, kind of still feel like feels like summer, especially depending on where you live. But no, with September comes things like schools are starting back. Um, maybe your workflow is a little bit different. Maybe you were done with your vacations for a while. So I think those are a few things that mark fall. Also, pumpkins are making an appearance. Although I think pumpkins made an appearance, like, let's be honest, way back in August, Target, Walmart, you start putting out the Halloween, (laughs) Halloween, Halloween stuff. That kind of indicates it's coming. Also, football. Football shows that uh, fall is in full swing. Football's been back a few weeks already. It came back in August, and so... Those are a few things. I know, though, however, it depends where you live, where you may or may not be experiencing uh, fall at this point. And it is still early fall. I don't, I haven't even seen a ton of, it's not like leaves are necessarily changing a lot yet. Uh, it's more of just, there's a little bit, a little bit of crispness in the air, which I don't know what, uh, I don't know what crisp, like crispness means, or they say like, oh, the air is crisp. What does that mean? I just thought it means it's cold, like, <laughs> right? It's like. Um, I don't know if like a chip is a crisp, you know, it's like something that's kind of like crispy. <laughs> Why is weather, <laughs> you know, crispy? It's like you go out, it's kind of like uh, the nice morning air. It's a 55 or 60 degree morning. Uh, it's crispy. Is it crisp or crispy? That's something to think about. But regardless, the air is crisp and uh, at least where I live. I live up in um, the... In the uh, Milwaukee area, and so it's a very, uh, if you haven't been there, it's a very lovely place, but this time of year is amazing, because I think it was 72 degrees and sunny today. Now, if you're listening to this in uh, this episode, you happen to listen to this episode, say in February, it's a different story, and so I'm not uh, not here to brag or to say that uh, this climate or weather is better than any other, because honestly, every place has its challenges, and we've talked about weather before, so I'm going to move on, but... Wherever you're listening to that, hopefully you're enjoying this season, which we call fall. Not autumn, by the way, because autumn is also fall. I think, uh, I may be wrong here, I think, though, fall is the only season that has two names, autumn and fall. Spring is just spring, summer is just summer, and winter is just winter, as far as I know. But fall it has that other name of autumn, which actually sounds kind of cool. Like autumn sounds a lot cooler than fall. Fall is a verb, right? Fall is what you do when your shoelaces are untied, right? You fall. And so that's kind of a weird, like, this is not a podcast about the weather or the seasons. But uh, I don't know. It got me thinking, like, leaves are falling. So that's why they call it fall. I get it. Spring flowers and stuff are springing up out of the ground i get it summer uh don't really, that one's not really clear to me winter that one's not clear to me either but the two seasons there that are kind of like in the middle if you will of the year um at the you know towards the beginning and towards the end so whatever however you consider it but they're kind of sandwiched in between winter and summer 
um, or vice versa, alternating vis-a-vis. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Uh, spring is a verb. Fall is a verb. Autumn is not. And so I, I think we should go back to autumn. I think autumn sounds a lot better than fall. Fall is, what, like I said, what happens, like it's a negative connotation. It's what happens when you trip up. You trip. That's like the great dad joke or whatever, like, have a nice trip. We'll see you next fall. <laughs> I get it. You know, it's like... Anyway, enough enough said about that. I am so excited about this episode, though. Really, I am. Um, I don't know if I've ever been more excited about an episode, other than the first one, because that was literally the first one, than this very episode. And now I will say I was really excited about the top nine countdowns that we did a couple weeks back, so check those out. I will say last week's episode was, uh, I wouldn't say it was somber, but... But it wasn't like funny, you know, and I apologized for that on the thing is, you know, it's about talking about generational sociological things and millennials. And uh, I had a good conversation, uh, I guess, with myself, because I'm at this point the only one on here. But, um, you know, it was different. It was a different change of pace, Uh, not a different change of pace, because that would mean that'd be redundant. That would be. Yeah, it was just actually literally a change of pace. It was uh, not as funny. But there'll be times when I don't try to force it and try to be funny. Those people are not always the most enjoyable to be around. The people that just, they force it. They try to be funny. I'm not, on this show, I promise to never try to be funny. Okay, deal? I'll just say what I think, and if it's funny to you, you can chuckle. If it's not, don't have to chuckle. Just, uh, it's not funny. It's fine. I'm not going to fake it. One thing, though, about, about laughing is, you know, whenever you say something... Maybe it's a joke, or maybe it's just an observation, or you tell a story, and someone says, that's funny. Unless they're laughing, they don't think it's really funny. Because you don't say that's funny. You Actually, there's an expression for it. It's called laughter, right? And so, if they're not chuckling and saying, that's funny, so that's one thing. But if, if you say, like, yeah, this, there's a story, this is what happened to me on my way to work, and, uh, and they're like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's funny. Okay, it's not funny. They're, they're, being, they're just being nice. But if it was funny, the reaction to, f- to humor and to f- something that actually stirs you as funny is to laugh, right? And so, like, if something is sad, you would what? You would cry or maybe even say, oh, like, show some empathy or some emotion. Saying it's funny is not. So I always, I always call people out on that, like, yeah, man, that's funny. Like, well, you're not laughing. So how funny is it? All right, let's go. Let's move on. Getting into the episode, I'm super excited. We're going to talk about fast food. Now, we're going to talk about fast food because, number one, I enjoy fast food. I don't know anyone that doesn't. And people that say they don't, they really secretly do. They just want to feel, make you feel bad for it, the fact that you like it. Because fast food is a broad, it's a broad category, right? But when I said fast food, something came to your mind. You had maybe a preconceived notion of what I meant. When I said fast food, but you don't know what I meant. You probably have a good idea of what I meant. But um, maybe one particular restaurant came to mind. Probably there's one that came to mind. Um, But, you know, fast food is a big, a big deal in our society today. I believe the sales um, last year alone were close to $10 billion in fast food. And so it's uh, not something that's going away anytime soon um, or anytime fast. No, it's not something that's going away. It is a good thing, I think. In, um, you know, it can be a good thing. It's not inherently good. 
but it is interesting. You know, I've always grown up, you know, since I was a kid. I was in, born in 85, and so fast food, not to say we didn't, it's not like as a child I ate, you know, fast food three or four or five times a week. We'd eat it every now and then. But, you know, definitely as a teenager, man, I really got into fast food as a teenager. But I was looking back actually at uh, baby pictures from when I was a, a lad. And uh, believe it or not, my one-year-old birthday party was at, ready for this, Burger King. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It was at Burger King. And now you may be hearing this and you're thinking like, are you serious? Like, Burger King? Like, wow, man, that's kind of lame. No, no, no. If you are probably around my age or even a little older, you understand, like, that was a cool spot. Like, they actually put on birthday parties at Burger King. They'd give you little hats, little paper plates and stuff, and, like, little party favors, and, like, they would do the whole thing. And, like, I guess that, I mean, I was only one, so I don't, I didn't really, like, decide on it. But from looking at the photos, it actually looked like a fun time. And so nowadays, that's unheard of, like, right? Like, you wouldn't necessarily do that. Um, so I have a long history with fast food, and, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I try, I do try to eat healthy, but I'm not going to be one of those people that pretends like I eat healthy. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what, if, if I don't, I'm just going to own it. And in certain times I do. Like my wife, very, very good at uh, putting meals together that are healthy. And when we are all together and eating at home, she's always putting together like really good stuff. We had gnocchi and some veggies tonight, and uh, it was delicious. And so... I'm not a slob either, you know, I'm not just eating, you know, McDonald's, you know, five times a week or anything. I do dabble. I do enjoy a good fast food. And so I just thought we'd do an episode on it. But more specifically, I want to do an episode on if fast food were people. Now, think about that for a second. It sounds weird, if fast food were people. Now, I don't mean real people. But I mean, each fast food joint, I want to kind of, (laughs) joint, that's a weird name for a fast food shop. That's also a weird name, shop. Uh, fast food establishment. Oh, no, that's not good either because establishment sounds too established. It sounds too uh, formal. And this is fast food. Any fast food place. Um, I'm going to take a fast food place and correlate that with a type of person. Now, I'm not going to use this type of person, but for example, the close talker. Right? We all know the close talker. The person who comes right up into your face and talks real close like that. You know, nothing against them, but it's just like, hey, you know, first of all, they don't normally have a mint, so it's like, take a step back. We don't need to be this close. I can hear you just fine. This is, I guess, a question for the listeners is, what fast food restaurant or place would you say is that close talker person? Now, that's taken directly from Seinfeld, the close talker, um, because in the show, they reference just a lot of daily people that you come across, daily types of people that you know. So anyway... We're going to get into that. I'm going to give you one person, type of person, for not every fast food. I can't do every single one, but just a few. Before we do that, though, how about we talk about fast food itself just a little bit, which is funny because I'm actually, as I sit here, I'm actually drinking out of a McDonald's cup. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The fine nectar of Diet Coke is very good for you. It tastes great. One day, I hope to be sponsored by Diet Coke, but until then, I'll just keep paying for it. Um, but anyway, I want to talk about the history of fast food. It's fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating. Fascinating. Fascinating food. That's a great idea. What if we created a new brand, not fast food, fascinating food? Fascinating, fascinating food. food. Well, you never thought food could taste this good. This is fascinating. All right. Anyway, check this out. 
the term fast food, where it first came into our vernacular, was first recognized by the dictionary uh, by Merriam-Webster in 1951. So 51 doesn't mean that that was the year that it started. It started quite a bit before that, but it really came into the common vernacular in 51. So it's been around a while, and uh, a lot of that was... um, Really, post-World War II, as even as the automobile availability grew even more at that time. Actually, no, I'm wrong. Post-World War I time. Uh, this is in the 20s or so. I want to read this. It says, as automobiles became popular, more affordable following World War I, drive-in restaurants were introduced. Now, that doesn't mean you would drive into the restaurant. Because we know of a drive-through. That's what we, do, we say drive-through. It should really be called a drive around restaurant because you drive around the restaurant you don't drive through it you don't drive in it but anyway a drive-in is more like a sonic okay in 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 our in our day where you would drive into the parking lot and you would park your car so the drive-ins were introduced the american company white castle that's hilarious founded by billy ingram and walter anderson in wichita kansas in 1921, is generally credited with the opening the second fast food outlet and the first hamburger chain. Selling hamburgers, I feel like I have to read it like hamburger. Hamburgers for five cents each. Man, inflation is, I don't understand inflation, but it's crazy. Walter Anderson had built the first White Castle in Wichita in 1916, introducing the limited menu, high volume, low cost, high speed hamburger restaurant. Among its innovations, the customer's or sorry, the company allowed customers to see the food being prepared. Now, this is how I know it's not anything like current-day fast food because we don't want to see that being prepared. White Castle, especially White Castle. White Castle was successful from its inception and spawned numerous competitors. Yes, I'll say that's true. It definitely spawned numerous competitors. So from the article I read, it really showed White Castle was the first kind of fast food or really drive-in because at that time they didn't have the drive around or the drive-through kind of menu where you would drive around go to the window get your food you would you know drive up and the person either on skates or whatever would walk out and hand you your food but that's really the genesis i think what i could find in the u.s of fast food but they weren't the first ones to franchise do you know who the first to franchise which uh you know what franchise means it means like uh you know, you can take on our name, open up a restaurant in another city or state or location, and uh, here's all our products, and uh, you pay us to have that franchise, basically. But you make money on it, too. And some of you smarter people than I probably know more about what that really is, but that's just my understanding of it. Um, anyway, Howard Johnson's was the first restaurant franchise, and that happened in the 1930s. Now, when I hear Howard Johnson's, I think of Hojo, right? I think of the uh, the hotel, the motel, the... Howard Johnson, that's the same thing. So they started actually in a pharmacy and then a soda fountain. Yeah, soda fountain, see? And the soda fountain sales did so great, they opened these restaurants. Then that led, I guess, to current day where they have this empire of, uh, of hotels. I don't know if it's an empire, but they have these hotels nonetheless. Really weird to think about. They're not really in the food business anymore, but Howard Johnson's the first one to take that idea of franchising out their spots. That was in the 30s. However, I really do think it was in the 50s um, that things started to take off. In 
and I really do think it has to all be traced to McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's then was a pioneer, and McDonald's, not to say they're a pioneer now, but they are the number one uh, restaurant, the number one fast food for sure in the U.S. as far as sales go. Number two was Starbucks on the list, which doesn't count, right? That's not a... That's not really uh, it's not really fast food. Uh, but anyway, McDonald's is, is, is by far just crushing it right now. But I think back to a time when I wasn't alive yet, so I don't know if I can think back to that time. But there was that time when there was the drive-thru. It already existed. And in, in uh, California, there was two brothers, the McDonald's brothers, and they created um, a drive-thru system where they had really perfected the process they, they were super efficient. And uh, one of the brothers, one was more um, more of a free spirit, but the other one was really uh, a detail-oriented kind of guy. And so he would time how fast it would take to get the burger on the grill, to get it gr- grilled up, to get the fries ready. Everything, he would he would time it and see make sure everything was in the right, um, the right spot even in the restaurant. The, the milkshakes made sense and where they were set up and how long they took in the process of getting the food from the fryer uh, out to the customer. And they were the first ones, actually, to my knowledge, to use disposable, um, like they would have a paper bag, and you would all just take it in the bag and go, right? They were the first ones to do that. There's an amazing movie on this called The Founder, right? It's about how... It's Michael Keaton. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, like you should definitely go see it if any of this interests you, the history of fast food. But Michael Keaton comes in as Ray Kroc, and he kind of more or less finagles the McDonald's name. And more, you know, long story short, from the McDonald's brothers, he's the one that launched all the franchises, and he actually took it from California to um, to uh, Illinois. Um, I was trying to think of the name off the top of my head of the town. It's not DeKalb, Illinois, but it's one of those little towns in Illinois. Anyway. Des Plaines, yes, there it is. And I didn't even look that up or Google it. That's that's good. Des Plaines, Illinois. Uh, was he called it store number one, but it was really store number three or four because there was on there was actually one in Phoenix, Arizona too, that was before this with the McDonald's brothers actually trying to franchise out, didn't work, and they were like, no, there's no way we're doing it. We can't keep the quality, which is hilarious. Like they're like, we're not going to franchise out. We don't want the quality to be interrupted at all and it's like oh well quality is not always what we go to mcdonald's for is it it's consistency but not anyway these guys though before they kind of franchised out and before we got to where we are today the mcdonald's brothers had an amazing product and i i can imagine their burgers that they fried up were a lot like an in and out burger not the mcdonald's of today but like if you've ever been to in and out it's that it's that juicy burger with the perfectly melted cheese and the veggies on it. it's just an amazing there's no burger better than In-N-Out. Like, don't even, can't even discuss that because there's nothing better. But anyway, go watch The Founder. It really goes into great detail. I thought it was an excellent movie. But that, I think that was the, the key, the catalyst, the point of uh, kind of of no return of when we started, or Ray Kroc really started spreading McDonald's all throughout the nation. So then wherever you were at, you probably had heard of McDonald's. And so it was in the 50s, 60s, by the 70s, you had Ronald McDonald, you had all that stuff. And uh, it's just taken off. It's a booming, booming enterprise. We're all we're all familiar with fast food. So before we get into the the uh, kind of the meat of this episode, no pun intended, because we're talking about fast food. Um, I wanted to define this. What is fast food? 
because when you search it, when you search like top fast food restaurants, you know, you might come up with some other things that we wouldn't consider fast food, like Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts was on that list, Pizza Hut, Papa John's was on the list, you know, and so those things, I get what they're saying, like it's kind of like you can get it kind of fast. It's not fast food though. I don't know, in your opinion, what do you think about like Panera Bread? That's kind of a gray area, like... To me, I don't consider it fast food, by the way. That's my answer, just to kind of cut you off there. But my answer is I don't consider it fast food. I think it is different. Chipotle, ah, it's just Chipotle fast food. I don't consider it fast food. I consider it amazing, but I don't consider it fast food. And so here's a few things for me that differentiate fast food from, let's say, fast casual or, I guess, coffee chains or, I guess, even pizza places. So here's what I think differentiates. Number one, this is what constitutes a fast food restaurant. Number one is the drive-thru. Or as I said, it should be called the drive-around. But the drive-thru, unless you're in a mall or a kiosk, where you might see a McDonald's in a, in a mall, for example, or Burger King in a mall food court, as you saw in Stranger Things, so eloquently depicted, it looked amazing with the vintage Burger King. I guess I'm just drawn to the vintage Burger King because I was, you know, having my first... Your old one-year-old birthday there, but no, it was a beautiful setting in that vintage 1980s mall. You might have a kiosk or something that's, you know, a known brand, a Taco Bell or something. They have a pop-up. That's not what I'm talking about. Generally, you identify that place as a drive-through where you can drive through, get your food in a few instants, right? Another thing that I think differentiates fast food from fast casual is the value meal. All right, that's why we go. Panera Bread is not going to have a value meal. Everything's like eight fifty on the menu. Um, yeah, you can get a side of mac and cheese for like 3 bucks probably. But no, you go to Wendy's. They have like 99 cent nuggets. They've got the 4 for 4. You know what I'm talking about. Taco Bell's got it. McDonald's got it. Burger King's probably got it. Wendy's, like I said. Anyway, you go to those places, you got the value meal. Another one is combos. Combos. In other words, if you could order by saying a number... What's more fast food than that, right? Think about that. You can go into any fast food joint, joint, ah, any fast food restaurant, no, any, you know, any fast food place in the nation and say, they'll say, uh, uh, how can I help you? Or what would you like? Or how can I take your order? And you'll say simply three, number three. <laughs> and they'll say, cool. And they might ask you some follow-up questions, but at that point, you can say yes or no. It's quick. It's I'll have number three. What size? You know, medium. Do you want to supersize it? No, we don't say that anymore. That's bad. Oh, so, yeah. Let's get a medium. Um, what do you want to drink? Diet Coke. Cool. They'll be ready in 30 seconds. You know, so if you can order by saying a number, come on, that's fast food. When you go to Panera Bread, when you go to Chipotle, you don't just say seven, and then they just make it. That's not... And then another one, last one, is that it's just generally unhealthy. Okay, let's just be real. Chipotle is fairly healthy. Panera, obviously, those are both known as clean, like clean food or whatever that means. Um, but, yeah, they no, they want to be uh, set themselves apart. And so you can't – I don't know of any fast foods that are considered healthy for that reason. Subway tries, but it's <laughs> still Subway. You're eating all that bread and – Anyway, uh, those are those are just four things. There's There's got to be more, and if you guys can think of any more, I'd love to hear them, honestly. But those are four things that come to mind. A drive-thru, a value meal, a combo, and they're generally unhealthy. So without any further ado, 
what is a do anyway? I don't know what a do is. Um, but without any further delay, let's go through. I got about 10 of these restaurants. going to hit them real quick and tell you if these restaurants, if these fast food establishments were people, what would they be? We'll start with this, Taco Bell. You know what Taco Bell is? Taco Bell is that person, that friend of yours who acts like a certain ethnicity, but they're like four, four five, six generations removed, if you know what I mean. Um, for example, they're the person that, if they think they're Italian still, they pronounce it like a fettuccine, but they don't speak any Italian at all. They've never been to Italy or Sicily or any of that, right? But they feel like they're an expert. They're like, yeah, I'm German. I'm Irish. Cool. That's great. I, I admire that. However, you're like five generations removed. Your family's lived here for many years. There's nothing that really defines you. You're an American at this point, right? But yet they throw those things. That's Taco Bell, right? Think about it. Taco Bell's got all the DNA of Mexican food. It's got all the DNA is there. Meat, the meat, the types of cheese, the tortilla stuff, um, burritos, taco. Like all the words are right even. So all that DNA is there. However... We all know it's not Mexican. No one cares because it's delicious, man. Taco Bell, oh man, it's probably, I don't know if it's my favorite fast food other than In-N-Out. Because In-N-Out Burger, that's totally like, we'll get to that in a minute. But no, Taco Bell, like it's amazing. The prices are pretty good. They got that value meal. And it's delicious. I don't care what you have to say about it. But anyway, Taco Bell's that person. They might act like they're Italian. They might act like they're Irish. That are not really Irish. That was a terrible accent. Yeah, Taco Bell's got it all. We know it's not Mexican, though. It, whatever it is, I love it. Next one is a very popular one. We've talked about a lot already. It is probably the most known fast food restaurant in the world, or maybe even restaurant in the world. I'm going to take a sip of my Coke here. But it's McDonald's. You know who McDonald's is? McDonald's was the popular guy in high school that no one actually really liked now, I say popular because he was popular. He may have been the captain of the football team. He may have had a lot of friends or people around him, and he was like, you know, he was the big man on campus, right? Seemed like everyone loved him. But really, no, deep down, no one really liked him, but they couldn't say that. They are afraid to say that. Um, you don't want to rock the boat. It's like, yeah, it's just accepted that this is the guy. This is the dude. But no one gets it. Like, why is this the dude? You know, and so for McDonald's, it's like we all understand it's – it is the number one fast food. Like that it it is fast food, right? It's McDonald's. Like it's 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 the champ, right? Um Burger King, which we'll get to in a minute, is not the king. You like Burger Prince, right? The king is McDonald's. Let's be clear on that. The king like and by the way, as far as taste goes, neither one of those are in the running for the king of burgers, but we'll get to that. All right. Um, but no, McDonald's is that popular guy in school that you really didn't like. And it's like that today. It's like, it's very popular, but it's not something anyone's proud of. You know, you want to be like, yeah, I love McDonald's. Like, we don't really like it. We like maybe the nostalgia of it. We like the indulgence of it, that it tastes like some of it, man, at the right moment, it actually tastes really good. But, um, depending on, depending on who you are and where you, where you think about McDonald's, uh, that's up to you. But moving right along. To Burger King, that's the natural next one. And Burger King is simply your little brother. All right, your little brother. It's, uh, again, I always say this about Burger King. is like, I don't think I've ever gone to Burger King on purpose. 
What do I mean by that? I mean, like, if I had a choice, I'm going to probably even go to McDonald's or other places before Wendy's or whatever. Um, but I have gone to, I have gone to Burger King because it was like on my way. It made sense. It's right there. Um, it's not bad. It's, it's fine, but it's the little brother. It's like, they're pretty successful. They're doing great. They might consider themselves a second burger joint after McDonald's. Wendy's would have something. I don't know. I'm just saying Burger King's that little brother. They're nice. They're, they're kind of, kind of feisty. Like I can do this. And you're like, yeah, man, you go for it. But really we all know the older brother is who it is. McDonald's is what it is. Next is Popeye's. Now, depending on where you live, you may have a Popeye's nearby. You may not. Recently, Popeye's uh, got into the news and became relevant for half a minute because they had the chicken sandwich wars, which uh, I don't remember if I've talked about this on the show or not. I feel like I should have. But anyway, Popeye's, um, here's what Popeye's is. Popeye's is the naked guy at the YMCA. All right, he's like, by the way, I was there today working out, because I work out at the Y, and uh, every time I go into the, anytime I go in the men's locker room, I'll see nudity. I don't want to see it. And that's what Popeye's is like. Anytime you go by that, it's like, ah, I just kind of want to avoid that. I don't really want to go to Popeye's, all right? I remember I had a friend when we were probably college-aged, really cool guy, good friend of mine, <laughs> And uh, we were hanging out at his house. We we were hanging out hanging out uh, most of the day. We we hung out late at night that day. I remember though, it um it was late at night. It was probably like two a.m. You know, we were in college hanging out, and he reaches for his cup to drink his soda from Popeyes, right? And he was like, "Oh, this tastes awful." And I'm like, "Dude, what's up?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. That was my lunch Popeyes cup." And he's like, "Oh, this one this one over here this is my dinner Popeyes that we just had." And it's like. Dude, you went to Popeye's twice in one day? Man, legend, right? Goat. Um, but no, Popeye's, you know, I'm sure, yeah, they got some good stuff, whatever, biscuits. Um, but really, you try to avoid it. Just like when I get in the, when I go in there to throw in my bag in the locker, I'm trying to just avoid and get back to my life. And so when I see a Popeye's drive through I'm like, no, not at all. Not even tempting, you know what I'm saying? So to me, Popeye's just a naked guy at the Y. <laughs> it's best I could... Best I could come up with. Not to be all done is their, their I guess, rival in this chicken sandwich debacle is uh, Chick-fil-A. Well, who is Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A is that OCD guy at work, right? Just think about Chick-fil-A. You go there, you say thank you. They say, my pleasure, my pleasure, right? Uh, they're really on top of their game. The customer service is great. They're just, um, they really obsess about what they do. So it's like obsessive compulsive. Not a bad thing. It's just, you know, OCD. They want every detail uh, and my pleasure, my pleasure, whatever. And then also, you never see a dirty Chick Fil A. At least I never have. The one in the, uh, the one in the Mobile, um, the Mobile Mall in the Bel Air Mall, uh, Chick Fil A. That that one's debatable. Maybe I've seen that one dirty. But other than that, most of the stores are fairly clean. Uh, and so I feel like. Overall, the company is very OCD when it comes to cleanliness and friendliness and all of those things. Arby's. Yeah, you forgot about Arby's. You know why? It's because Arby's is your third cousin. That's right. Arby's is the place that you just forgot existed until you drive by and you're like, oh yeah, Arby's. You're like, it's actually not that bad. I mean, it's not amazing and it's not in the burger realm. 
but uh, they got the roast beef and that Arby sauce. Whatever is in that is is great. And so it's like your third cousin. You don't really remember that they exist, but they're there and they're great. All right, they're a great person. You enjoy them when you see them at family events. You don't know them that well, but like I said, when you do hang out, it's all good. And so Arby's is right there. It's in that second tier, I think. Uh, but they got some good things. They give, they bring some good things to the table. Wendy's, I just, for Wendy's, I just said, it's kind of like the girl next door. And, and maybe that's because it's literally named Wendy's, um, which is the name of like a little redheaded girl. And I'm just thinking like, you know, like just an all-American, nice, sweet little girl next door. They're very polite. They're very funny on social media. Um, they seem to do a great job on social media, actually. Burgers are good. I mean, they're, they got good quality, so it's like, it's nice. It's it's well put together. Um, it's not the girl you, you're going to date, you know, necessarily or pursue. It's not number one in your life, if you will. Um, but it's a nice, nice, uh, you know, friendly girl next door is Wendy's. And then there's this category. I put three in one. Combined Crystal, if you know where that is, what that is. Uh, more regional, more southern, I think. I grew up around Crystal. But Crystal, Checkers, and White Castle. Come on, let's be honest. Those three, they just belong together. And those three, I would say, is just a homeless man. That's the best I could come up with. Crystal, Checkers, and White Castle. Just a homeless man. Next on the list is Subway. Ah, Subway. I There's a lot I could say about Subway. I'm just going to say this. To me, Subway is the guy at work that always wants to hang out with you, but you're not interested, right? He's not really, you don't have a lot in common. He's maybe kind of a little much. You don't see yourself as, as friends or someone you want to hang out with outside of work, yet he's always, hey, what are you doing? It's like Michael Scott on The Office with Jim. He's like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we have plans. Or then Michael like uh, schedules a work thing then cancels it so he can say to Jim, well, you don't have plans now. What are you doing? And then that's the infamous infamous uh, dinner party. Subway, though, it, to me, is that guy that just wants to hang out, and you're like, I don't really want to. That's what I, I say that because there's a subway everywhere. Walmart, there's a subway, right? You go to the airport, they're going to have a subway. Again, it's a restaurant. It's a place I don't go to on purpose. If I have to go to Subway uh, on a road trip, you stop at a gas station. What is it? It's probably a subway. It's like, ah, man, I really don't want to hang out with this guy. I really don't want to eat at this establishment, but I guess I will. It's not, it's not, it's not that the establishment is terrible. It's not horrible. It's just kind of not the greatest. So, Subway. And last but not least, actually last but best, <laughs> save the best for last, is In-N-Out. What is In-N-Out? Well, In-N-Out is just, uh, it's my favorite. It's the best. You can't even compare it. So what it is, is it's a supermodel. All right? It's just the fact that compared to others, there's no comparison. I'm not saying supermodels are, are better than other people. Certainly not. They're just people like you and me. I'm just using a metaphor. I'm just using the idea that supermodels are generally beautiful. So just, you know, because I'm not... A supermodel so i'm saying supermodels are are better than i am when it comes to looks okay so let's not get offended i'm just saying in and out is like a supermodel for example i'm not i don't care about supermodels by the way i don't even know what constitutes a supermodel anyway the point is when you compare with the average joe or the average person 
it's no comparison. It's like, wow, that person's or like a movie. Think of a movie star. It's like that person looks like a movie star. Like they, where where do I know them from? Where they seem famous? And then you're just your mechanic or whatever down the street, just a regular guy. Nothing against them. Just a regular guy. And so I think like McDonald's, Burger King, even Wendy's, like, yeah, just a regular guy, you know. But In and Out definitely stands above. Definitely can't be be compared. So if you've never had it. Stop depriving yourself. Drive out west. Get one today. All right. Uh, that's my little commercial. And so I want to say this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dad Pod. I'm going to give some dad advice in a second. But I do want to say thanks for listening. It's been fun. I know it's been a longer episode. Ironic because it's not fast food. Or it is fast food. It's not a fast episode. But I hope you've enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on all things fast food. And uh, I'd love to hear if you would like to do uh, maybe more, go into depth about any more of these restaurants, perhaps we can do it. And so before we do that, though, let's go ahead and get into some dad advice for this week. And now, a little dad advice. My advice this week is uh, kind of simple, but I was thinking about this today in the car is the idea that we really do have one life to live. I know that sounds cheesy. That's could be an 80s uh, song by Celine Dion or Michael Bolton. One life to live. I don't know. But uh, I was thinking about that because this is our shot. This is our life. And so whatever decisions you need to make, whether that be to better yourself, whether that be to better others, whether that be to make a positive contribution to the globe at some point, um, you got one shot at it. Now, I'm not saying that to put pressure on you to say you need to change everything about everything you're doing. I was just thinking, though, we often think, well, someday I'll be like that. You know, someday I'll be either successful, more mature, I'll have this, I'll have that. I'll... Well, the thing is, we have one life. And so we can put all those things off and say someday, someday. Or certain things, I'm not saying everything, this doesn't work, doesn't work for everything. You know, some things you do have to kind of have it play out. But other things, it's like you got one life. And uh, you can't keep saying the same things over and over. Like, I'm going to get fit this year. Well, that's you've been saying that every year. Do it. I would encourage you to do it. Because you got one shot at it, right? You're only going to be, whatever age you are right now, you're only going to be that age once, right? If, it's like for me at my age, I feel like I'm old. Then I talked to someone much older, and I'm like, man, I want to embrace this and live as if I was young, even though sometimes, some days I don't feel it. But uh, anyway, wherever you're at, seize the day, every opportunity you have. And uh, yeah, I would say that's my advice for this week is this, you got this one life to live. However many years we have on the planet, we don't know. Um, that would That would be freaky if we did, right? If we knew exactly how many days. But for whatever reason, we don't know. And so... Make the most of it. Don't put extraordinary pressure on yourself. All right. I'm not saying you need to strive, strive for more. Um, you know, do more. You know, have more uh, as far as uh, what do you call them? resolutions or things like that go. I'm not necessarily saying that. It's not not a moment about self help. I'm more saying since this is the life you have, um, don't make excuses. Don't look to other people to um, to do things for you. Hey. Go after it. Whatever it is, go for it. You got it. You got one shot at it. And hey, if you mess up, you got more shots. I'm not saying uh, 
you know, as you try things, you only really have one shot because you got one life. I'm more saying it's a long life as well. There's a lot of time in there. You can make mistakes. You can try things. I'm not saying try bad things. You know, I'm, I'm not. Don't don't get me wrong here. I'm saying try the right things. But like today, for example, I was driving around. I had my kids today. Uh, I had a day off. It was it was really cool. Just me and the two children, and uh, we we went and got some pizza. All right, we got some slices of pizza so we could go to the park and they could play and eat the pizza. And I I uh, was going to this new park. There was a new park we saw in the new part of town. And my son, he was really excited to go to the new park. However, when I went down the street after the pizza place, I had to go down a one-way street. And then when I had to turn, it was all this construction. And, of course, for me, I was like, man, I don't want to turn down the street. I was like, buddy, what if we go to the old park? It's called Hart Park. What if we go there? Like, you love that park, right? And he's like, no, I want to go to the new park. And I'm like, ah, but yeah, see, there's like all this construction and stuff. And I don't even know if I can make a right turn here. It's just, let's just go to the other one. It's on the way home. And he's like, no, Dad, I really want to go to the new park. You know, he's like almost crying. I'm like, got it. We'll go to the new park. So we go. I drive through. I get through the, navigate through the, um, what do you call it, construction and all those lanes, you know, all the, all the mess and then we get to the new park and it was it was actually really great it was a lot of fun they had a great place great picnic tables great place to play all that to say like me in my old curmudgeon like age was saying nah let's just go to what's normal what's comfortable let's go back to that and he's out here saying as a three-year-old saying no let's go try something new dad like let's go to the new place like it might be kind of hard to get there we might have to navigate around some stuff, but I'd rather try that. I'd rather see how it is. And in his mind, he's not thinking about it might be, it might not be as good of a park. He's thinking this is a new park I've never been to. And so I want to have that kind of exuberance, um, just in everyday life. That, hey, I got I got one life to live. I'm not gonna wait for anyone else. I'm not gonna rely on other people. I'm not gonna get bogged down with other people's negativity in the world either. I'm just gonna live my life as I see fit and. Uh, also allow others to speak into that i'm not saying as i see fit you know i'm saying like i'm going to live my life in a way to help better myself better others as well in a positive way and so all i have to say live your life have a great week thanks for tuning in to dad pod this week i hope you have an excellent time wherever you're at Sorry, Nick. I tried to pause there so you could take that cough out. (coughs) I need to drink more Diet Coke. All right. Back to the show.